Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome to the baseball show. We're here again this week to talk a whole bunch of preseason shit. Nothing too exciting happening on the field, but a lot of shit happening off the field. Well, Austin Riley hit two home runs today. That was pretty fun. Off of... Uh, a left-hander and then a right-hander. So that looked pretty good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. that was a good time. Uh, joined by Dan Holloway, as always. Uh, we have a little housekeeping to talk first. Uh, I've been getting some messages from you guys and whatnot. Uh, yes, fantasy baseball will be back. Uh, I think we're still trying to figure out pot- potential platform that mm-hmm. it's on. Yeah. So we haven't fully organized the leagues yet, but it'll be the same thing as last year in terms of I'll put a post in the Drinking Bros Sports Facebook group. If you have, if you're not in there yet, uh, definitely get in there, um, and I'll you know ask your guys' email addresses, and I'll I will randomly sort the leagues again, essentially, and we'll do that. And the winners of each league will get a dope prize, signed jersey from somebody, fucking cool, whatever. Uh, I'm fucking furious that I lost in the first round of the playoffs last year, so I'm coming in. Coming in fucking hot this year. Yeah, I stopped playing after my entire fucking lineup got injured. Yeah, it was. I was able to cobble something together, but it was brutal. I, I picked like Luke Voigt, thinking that was a good idea, and we'll talk more about him later. But yeah, uh, yeah I had a lot of a lot of people that I thought were going to contribute never fucking contribute. There was some. Uh, <coughs> I haven't verified this yet, or I guess I looked into it yet, but. Um, there was allegedly some kind of physical altercation between Rizzo and Luke Voigt on Voigt's way out of town. Really? Yeah, like, um, <clears throat> what was reported was that Voigt always talks, like, mad shit to all the minor league guys that are up. Like, this is a real cunt to them, and Rizzo, yeah. Rizzo finally told him to shut his fucking mouth. Yeah. So it must have gotten pretty bad because Rizzo's a pretty affable guy. I would say Rizzo's not the shit-starting type. No. And Luke Voigt, uh, not that he hasn't had some reason to complain, but he's been bitching for the last like two years mm-hmm. about not getting enough playing time with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. He, he led the league in homers in the uh, COVID shortened year. Yeah. Um, so, and he feels like he's earned, you know, a starting spot, which he has now in another city. Um, but yeah, that, I didn't know that. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find a re- an actual. Uh article about this story on it that's i i love anthony rizzo so i hope rizzo won that altercation but yeah fantasy baseball will be back um you know we'll get it all done drafting and everything before the season starts we hadn't even gotten into leagues yet because a like i said the platform we're still figuring out um and b what we're mostly talking about today all these fucking signings and shit hadn't happened yet, and it kind of sucks to, <coughs> like, you don't want to fucking draft before. Yeah, for sure, yeah. You know, who's playing where and shit yeah. like that. Uh, so, yeah, that's why we haven't done it yet, but fantasy baseball will be back. We had eight leagues last year, I think. Mm-hmm. They are all pretty competitive and all that shit. Uh, it was a good time, so I'm excited to do it again. That the, I, I missed fantasy baseball. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, <clears throat> it's a good way to stay engaged as the season goes on. Um, so here's the quote from the... <laughs> From the Yankees, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, what do you call it? Unnamed source. Yeah. Right? Obviously, they're not going to say who it was, but um, Voigt was picking on prospects all week until Anthony finally stepped in this morning. Uh, that was on March 18th. 
uh, the two men were restrained before their heated argument could get physical. I mean, they're two pretty big dudes. They're both like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, yeah. right? Let them fight. Yeah, why not? Let it go. I mean, and whoever wins gets to stay at first base. <laughs> I mean, that's how it should be anyways. That's how they do it. Like the Philharmonic orchestras and shit like that. Yeah. Those, for that first chair, they're fucking fighting. That's why they show up looking fucked up all the time. <laughs> I would actually pay to see that. It'd be a lot like, better fuck, than currently. Yeah. Fuck UFC. Like, give me two <clears throat> cellists beating the shit out of this each other. Yo-Yo Ma's has been, and it's with his cello. Yeah, oh yeah, they can use bang, the, You hear the whole fucking cartoon noise. They can use the instruments. Obviously, that's, that's got to be part of it. Yeah. Um, first up, before we get into signings and stuff, there was another thing agreed upon by the MLB and uh, the Players Association, mm. the Otani rule, which says if you pull a pitcher who's also DHing, like if you take him off the mound, you don't have to take him out of the DH. Yeah, I've been... I've been saying they should do this for like 10 years but it was never really a an issue until right. recently um but yeah that should have always been the case i the, actually i first thought about it with mike hampton or uh although he only played in the national league i think right mm-hmm. uh the astros were in the national league when he played there right yes yeah so him tim hudson uh, tim hudson rick ankiel although ankiel couldn't pitch anymore but let's let's say he they try. They wanted to try him out as a fucking closer or something. He unyipped his arm. Yeah. And then like, so what? You just lose his bat for the whole game. There's been cases of it, not a whole lot, but yeah. That I, I'm glad they came to that decision because baseball fans deserve to see as much as this guy as possible. Oh yeah. So here's an interesting <clears throat> wrinkle to that though, and I don't know how it plays out with this rule necessarily, right? So you can DH, um, or whatever. Uh, and pitch at the same time. Mm. Let's say you really want to move a runner over. Your DH or whoever you've got in the DH spot, not that great, or you can do like a double switch or whatever. Mm. The guy on the mound, pretty good at bunting. Can you play a little uh, move around where, you know, maybe the DH moves to left, pitcher? No, you can't. You can't. And, And the current baseball rules, your DH goes into the field, now your pitcher has to hit. That's okay. how that works okay. now. So I, they would have to change a couple of rules for okay. that to work. Um, <clears throat> but I, I do think this is a good thing. One of the rule changes um, that I like, uh, the base thing is still stupid to me. Uh, I don't care about the pitch Did you clock. notice it today? I didn't it, really... it doesn't start until next year. Oh, okay. And, okay in Major okay. League Baseball. But there, it's all over Minor League Baseball. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> the other one, the 10th inning runner on second base thing is fucking stupid. Like, it, if you're baseball, if you're the players, you want a satisfactory conclusion to the game. Mm-hmm. And if you're the league or the media, I guess, in, in this case is who's leveraging that, you want the game to be, I mean, what, their, their strategy right now is to make the game shorter. But what if you could make it better for longer? So the game is in the ninth inning and it's tied. <clears throat> Uh, even if it's like 17-17, like it's a huge scoring game, it's like, holy shit, we've been here forever. Yeah. If that game ends, if you get one extra inning and then goes to home run derby, nobody is leaving the stadium. Nobody's changing the channel. Right. Not one motherfucker, which means if you're the fucking team or the, the media company that has a TV contract, then you either get more eyeballs on more advertisements or you're selling more bullshit to people inside of your stadium. Yeah. And there's like, a thing, what the fuck? There's a thing, by the way, uh, this happens in hockey, um, where people kind of won't uh, 
people will tune in if they see a shootout coming. Mm. You know what I mean? They'll tune. They'll just real quick. They'll be like, "Oh shit!" <coughs> I'm not shootout. Imagine it's your your t- like the best home run hitter from each team. Yeah, and they have each have one three minute round to hit as many home runs as they can, and whoever hits the most wins. Mm-hmm. Or even better, you go pitch for pitch. Like you just go out, you got to go up there and hit a home run. If you don't on the first one, you're out. Like, that'd be fun. So kind of like a soccer, like soccer shootout. Yeah, oh, that'd be like fun. you put your first, you put your five guys versus their five guys, and you just rotate through until whatever happens happens. I, I mean, there's so many that. different ways to do that, and everybody. The only thing anybody watches from the Major League Baseball All Star Weekend. I mean, for any All-Star Weekend, they watch the slam dunk competition, sometimes the three-point competition, but people don't watch the fucking game. The game's stupid. The game is awful, yeah. Uh, And in baseball, they watch the home run derby. Right. That's it. So this seems like a fucking no-brainer to me. And it would also, I I mean, as a fan, I would love that shit. Oh, yeah. No, I'd be be all about it. And honestly, like, yeah, if you're going to keep the runner on second stuff, that's fine. And maybe... I don't know if you really wanted to get down to it. You could take it away in September and be like, "No, you got to really win the game now," or something. I don't know. Obviously, you can't do that in the playoffs, but uh, yeah, I, I don't hate that at all. Uh, first up on the uh, moves made this off season, mm-hmm. I think we're kind of getting to the quiet point now because there were a flurry of moves between our two episode or yeah. last episode and this one. Uh, first up, the second most mind-boggling move to me for all parties involved. Uh, Carlos Correa signs a three-year deal with the Twins where he can just opt out of it constantly, essentially. He signed a LeBron deal, which is, it's a three-year deal technically, but he has a a singular opt-out in every single one of the years. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I can't imagine it's going to go well. So the Twins aren't going to win anything. No, I don't think talent-wise, I don't think they're cl- – I, 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 honestly, the White Sox are, are quite a bit better than them. Right. Like quite a bit better. I know the White Sox lost Redone or whatever, but like mm, – Not worried about that. Yeah. That offense is fucking legit, and they're as, – at least as far as right now, they're all pretty healthy. Uh, and the Tigers have improved quite a bit yep. from last year, uh, like a considerable amount. Man, I don't see it. I, I I don't know why you go all in on this one guy unless it's just get a, a season worth of ticket sales or something. Which it really uh, that's my only real thought on it. Well, that and um, they signed him to trade him. Maybe I mean they traded for Gary Sanchez. He's going to hit a lot of home runs there. They still have Byron Buxton, who looked like he was finally having his breakout season last year before he got hurt. If that continues, um, they have a middle of the road team. To yeah. be honest. It's it's nothing to fucking get excited about for sure. No, it's a really bizarre signing on all fronts. Certainly, Correa, who has literally spent his entire career competing for championships, mm-hmm. is gonna like. I mean, it's gonna be July, August if he's still there in August, and he's gonna be like, this fucking blows. Yeah, I mean, somebody might trade. Look, if you're if you're a team that needs an extra bat in the lineup in August. Can't think of a better contract or player to trade for. Yeah. Like, he's excellent up the middle defensively, and he's also a good hitter. Killer in uh, October. Killer in October, and you know that it's, it's a legit rental. Like you can, and if it's not, you've already got him signed for another two years if he wanted to make that permanent. You know right. what I mean? It's, it's, that is a really good situation he's put himself in. I just don't understand going to the Twins. Maybe it's just to maximize cash-wise on one year. I don't know. Yeah. 
I, and it could be because I mean I want to say I read before he took this he was seeking like ten three fifty something like that. Like he, that's he's still going to get ten three fifty somewhere. You think he, even at twenty eight twenty nine twenty eight yeah twenty nine no yeah so next year would be actually to be honest he'll probably go to the fucking uh, he I I I feel like if the Yankees or the Red Sox had wanted him they would have got him. Yes. Uh, the Red Sox are locked in on the left side of their infield. I think yeah. Um, and now they've signed stories, so second base is covered as well. I, I don't see him fitting in there, but Yankees could make a move like that. Um, but it looks like they're shying away from signing big-name free agents. They're trying to get their own guys signed first and shit yeah. like that. Um, <clears throat> so more likely he would get like a 10-year or 9-year fucking – I would say it'd probably be an 8-year with two – mutual options on the back end yeah and it would be for somewhere in the 320 range i don't know if he's gonna get 350 yeah. it'll depend on this season minnesota's a pretty fun place to hit so it's not great but it's not not terrible not terrible it's not as fun as uh houston but there's a lot right. more there's a lot more alleys yeah i guess in in minnesota uh what do you see so he, his because he's a righty so i mean you got to think he's probably gonna lose some homers uh yeah probably but in he in terms of fantasy production yeah. Stuff like that, but he's still Carlos Correa, so I mean Yeah, I mean he's uh let's see his splits from last year. Um he had and and commensurate at bats, he had two more home runs at home than he did on the road, so that's 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 like one seventh, so right. like eleven percent or twelve percent difference there. It's not that I mean the twins they've got <laughs> some stuff. Like Sano, who also crapped out for me on my fantasy team mm-hmm. last year, but he's only, you know, a year or two. Like, he's still a big power bat. Yeah, Buxton, Kepler, and then obviously Correa is there. Corey Polanco hits bombs, too, but I mean, how for his, he had 33 home runs is impressive. Uh, and 826 OPS with 33 home runs is not impressive. Right. That's like kind of unimpressive. Yeah. It's like he doesn't do anything but hit home runs. Yeah. So, you know, uh, and that was that that was his best year too. But even um like he's he's put up some pretty good numbers in the last two or three years, that guy. We'll see how it turns it's out. A fine lineup. I could see them <clears throat> I mean, you know, they're gonna I kinda see them uh maybe flirting with the division for a while. My guess is is that they're they're gonna be maybe closer to their division than they are to a wild card spot. Probably because of the the East and West, to yeah. be honest. It's that's that's what it feels like to me. But um Next up, have an even more, I guess, baffling signing. This one makes no fucking sense to me. Uh, Chris Bryant to the Rockies. I, I don't know who, what party that makes sense for. For seven years. And uh, fuck, let me see what the contract was. Uh, I mean, why? Why go seven years, $182 million. Well, I, he's obviously just going to get paid. Yeah. Like, there's no other reason you would have taken that deal. This, he clearly, like... He's got a ring. He's got an MVP. Mm. Is he just getting setting up for the rest of his life? Gonna yes. have fun in Denver, smoking weed and eating torchies. Like, I, why not? What? What is? What, like, do you do you feel like the Rockies as a franchise even have a fucking direction right now? No, no, they're just like kind of uh, living paycheck to paycheck, <laughs> <laughs> like a hundred percent. I mean, and then like when you combine. The fact that the Rockies wouldn't be competitive in any division with the fact that they're 
in a division with the Dodgers yeah. and Giants and even the Padres. Like, what, what does he think is going to happen? Like, he, I don't know. He can clearly can't, doesn't care about winning at this point. No, and he's like, so I, I'm, I've been counting backwards here for a minute. So he's so far one for 15 career in Coors Field. So there are some people that it gets in their head. Like they think they should be hitting bombs at Coors mm-hmm. Field and it completely fucks them up. Uh, 2019, let's go to 2018. <clears throat> Coors Field, two for eight. So. Um, six for 31 lifetime. Well, six for thirty-one since uh, since uh, with no home runs, I think, or maybe one home oh, run. That's weird. Since uh, since two thousand eighteen, so not great. Yeah, I mean, the, again, maybe. Yeah, uh, no, he's got no home runs there. <clears throat> so one ninety-four batting average, zero home runs in the last four seasons there. It's, and the Rockies have not been good in that no, time. No, they've been extremely bad. Yeah, it's not like they're, uh, you know putting out like dudes that can throw not that anyone can throw at Coors Field anyway uh what do you think how do you think Bryant just projects moving forward because I he he had he was good last year and he hasn't been been bad ever except Mm. for the COVID year which whatever um but man it just he 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 feels like Rizzo in a lot of ways in that like I'm just waiting for him to fall off a cliff well, I mean, he fell off a cliff. So he had that, what well, was MVP season, 2016? Six, yeah. So he kind of peaked there and had another pretty good season after that, but it's been pretty steady since. The COVID year was weird, but the two other years, uh, he was at 3.3 and 3.6 war in those two seasons. So, I mean, that's where he is now. He's a, he's a three wins above replacement guy. Not an eight wins, which is what he was <clears> in his... Right, yeah. So uh, MVP. I mean, it's it's not like if you're if you're looking at the distribution of talent through a league. I actually didn't. I got really high last night, started doing math on the NBA. So <laughs> per fifteen is replacement level, basically, mm-hmm. and everything above that is above replacement level. For those who don't understand that metric, <clears throat> only twenty three percent of the NBA is fifteen or higher on per which means that 77% is below average. <laughs> and that's how most leagues are. Talent is top-heavy. It always is. Yeah. So, you know, maybe he is worth that amount of money because 3.3 is still fucking quite a bit more than zero. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, to me, seems... I want to look at their depth chart really quick, the Rockies, because it, to me, it, it, even more so than the Correa signing, this seems like a uh uh what do you call it a ticket move mm. you know what i mean like yeah. who do they they they've got absolutely <laughs> no one in their rotation uh i mean i mean i would be shocked if he plays more than one and a half of these seasons with them they've got to trade him right mm. like did they i mean look 100 million for a guy like chris bryant who is just under he 30 he's barely 30 that's pretty good Right, like yep. you're still getting a couple prime years out of him. He could have gouged you for more, probably. But I mean, th- there's nothing around him. Who, who's, 
who's going to protect him in this lineup? Fucking Charlie Blackman? Yeah, I guess. Like, I, I don't even like the fact that his name is Blackman. No. I think it's racist as shit. It's not ideal. I Actually, it's not even the worst name on the team. Uh, there, you see their DH is named Connor Joe. How do you like? I I've I've seen quite a few people with the, with two names. I've never seen the last name J O E. But yeah, never, never Connor Joe. That sounds like a lie. It sounds made the fuck up. I mean, he's uh, he, he appears to be of uh, mixed ethnicity, so maybe it's some kind of combination of family names or some shit. Oh, it could be Asian, I guess, <clears throat> and some sort of East Asian last name. Maybe I all I thought was just like. American Joe, and the first name Connor doesn't does does not put my mind into East no. Asian at all. No, I don't like it. Uh, yeah, that's fucking bizarre. Yeah, the Rockies are gonna suck ass. I I hope they trade him. I, I would definitely, uh, unless you're in my league, avoid drafting Chris Bryant. Because uh, fuck, dude, I I don't know what he's gonna do there. I think a lot of people. I th- I think a lot of fantasy players in particular are gonna be like, what. Chris Bryant plus Coors fucking field. Mm-hmm. Dude, give me that shit all day. There's no one hitting around him. I don't even know. That I, I, Chris Bryant's a good dude, and he's one, like, one of the best base runners in baseball, mm-hmm. so you know he's like a good effort guy, good like intelligence guy. But like, fuck, dude. Like, this just screams of like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting the bag. I'm here. I'm, I'm doing this for me. Maybe they'll Seems trade. that way. Yeah, maybe they'll trade me. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, and then a signing I do love. Fucking our Braves bring Kenley Jansen. They had to, it's a life for a life. The Dodgers take Freddie Freeman. We take a beloved player from them. Uh, Kenley Jansen to the Braves will be our closer. Mm. Did you see what uh, uh, Anthopolis said about Will Smith? Uh, not he calling the N word? <laughs> no. Because he's white. That'd be Did- weird. Uh, he, he, Anthopolis, during, while making this deal, checked in with Will Smith to be like, hey, are you cool with this? Mm, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I saw that. And uh, Smith was like, and he's like, because if we get Jansen, he's going to be our closer, not you. Is that right. fucking chill? <laughs> and Smith was like, yeah, all I give a fuck about is having another parade. I don't care where I pitch. So props to Smith on that. Yeah. Um, it feels like Anthopolis is building this bullpen. I mean, he's probably done building it at this point. Has built this bullpen to be two things. One, Brian Snicker proof. Yeah, that's the most important one. <laughs> like, essentially, he's just given Snicker like no bad options. Uh, and the other one is October proof. Like, yeah, there's. I mean, it's deep. It's the. It's one of the deeper bullpens. It's definitely the deepest bullpen that the Braves have had in the history of that organization. Easily, but just in general, uh, from from a from. A neutral perspective, like <clears throat> Luke Jackson, Kenley Jansen, Tyler Matic, Colin McHugh, uh, AJ Mentor, Sean. Well, Sean Newcomb sucks, but Will Smith, um, uh, Yates, uh, Kirby Yates, and uh, we'll see who else gets in there. But that's already a fucking ton of people. And then you have Spencer Strider, who is their number two prospect. He's twenty three now. Blew through all four levels of minor league ball last year and ended up with the Braves in September. Yeah. Because he throws fucking gas. He's the next uh uh whomever. Like he'll be the closer for this team maybe this year, honestly, depending on how Kenley Jansen works out. Yeah. But if not this year, probably next year or sometime 
in the in the coming years. He throws over 100 miles per hour um, with the new gun. So it's like 97. Right. Which is good. I'm interested. <laughs> I mean, like, this is, like you said, this is the most toys or whatever the fuck you want to call it I've ever seen a major mm-hmm. have to play with in a bullpen for the Braves. Uh, I, aside from Jansen being locked into the ninth, he can put anyone anywhere at any time. I mean, this is, by the way, this is Anthopolis. This is the best, this is one of the best bullpens I've seen probably since the Giants and uh, uh, Royals in 14 and 15. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> with our uh, buddy Affelt on the Giants and mm-hmm. the Royals had that three headed monster plus a couple other dudes in there. Um, one of those dudes is dead now, right? You're not, he was starting by then. Mm. But Ventura, yeah. Ventura was flexing. Ned Yost, I think, brought him out of the bullpen for one of those games, and he got rocked, and uh, never recovered from it. Went on a long drive, and that was it. Good for him. Uh, uh, yeah, this one is uh, <clears throat> good move but by it, the Braves. It looks like, I mean, at this point, and every, we are already knew this, but like AA, you know, Anthopolis is like, yeah, our starters are probably only going five mm-hmm. in the in the playoffs. I mean, they may be only going five during the regular season, to be honest. Yeah. <clears throat> the starting rotation is not that. Well, that's not true. I mean, if, if Noah pitches the way he did to lead off the year last year, then they have, they have four legit number one starters on their team because he was pitching like an ace yeah. for most of the season. And we already know what Max and Ian Anderson could do. Right. <clears throat> like, Max should have won the Cy Young Award, right? And, and Ian Anderson is... He handles his business, and there's, of course, Charlie Morton. He's, you're going to get like a high three ERA for the season out of him because he gives up a lot of taters, but uh, I, I would put those four guys up against any other rotation in baseball. Now if you get Soroka back and he's pitching anything like he did because he was a legit number one ace as well. Right. You've got three legit number one dudes on your team from him, Freed, and Anderson. The whole, the whole five would be ones and twos at that point, <coughs> which would be pretty fucking optimal. You just don't see that very frequently ever in baseball like the the 90s braves were that i mean it's the reason that everybody still talks about them is because you don't see three number one starters on one team right ever and you when you do you definitely don't see quality four and five guys usually well, it's dude, some fucking jackal that's what people forget about those 90s braves <clears throat> teams is like they forget guys like denny nagel and steve john avery Burkett, steve avery like they, they're the fourth starters mm-hmm. like you didn't get a fucking break no it was it was bullshit the whole goddamn time. And well, and the other one that was like that, it wasn't as long. But Dan's Phillies, uh, what their number four guy at one point was Cole Hamels. Yeah, that's, that was their best year. Yeah, that's fucking dumb. That's insane. Um, Not our best year. Eleven. Yeah. Oh, well, eleven was your best year. But wasn't our best year. Best lineup. Best, okay. Best rotation, but they did shit. Well, I'm Cole sure, Hamels yeah. won the World Series by himself. <laughs> yeah, that's and Joe true. Blanton. But didn't they have, uh, yeah, Blanton was good too. Didn't, did they have Cliff Lee then? No. That was a year after he left or what? No, no, no. That was before Cliff Lee mm. even got there. <coughs> yeah. And before Doc too, right? Yeah, it was 2008. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RIP. You guys couldn't get him a World Series before he died. Welcome. Taking it. Got a perfect game. Yeah, that's true. Flying is a terrible habit to take up. Yeah, just not interested in that at all. Uh, like, it's probably safer to smoke, to be honest. Uh, than to be a rich guy taking up flying. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but yeah, I, chances of the Braves. Interesting. The one thing that's funny about this though is this this bullpen is fucking loaded, but it's lo- it's loaded with all heart attack dudes mm-hmm. who like big stuff, but are liable to walk two guys before they get like before they get out the next three. Yeah. So that's just one more dude who will do that. But Jansen's still pretty fucking electric. And I think he doesn't have his heart problems anymore. Remember that a couple years ago? Mm. He had like weird heart shit or something Mm -hmm. like that. But yeah, I'm pretty hyped about having Kenley Jansen. That'll be, that will be a good fantasy pickup Mm. because I imagine he's going to be getting a lot of fucking saves. Uh, But yeah, man, I I can't wait. It's just, God, there's just nothing better than being able to fucking relax in the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings, relatively speaking. As well, a po- we'll see. I mean, during the regular season, he's lights out. <laughs> so Right. At least we'll get some of that. Yeah. That's the thing, though. It's like I don't have, I'm not going to have my night ruined after enjoying the first six innings of a baseball game mm. because, because some fucking asshole decided to blow a lead that was like really fun to watch mm. accumulate. That, that drives me fucking insane. But yeah. Uh, another good move by Anthopolis. Hopefully he picks up a starter. I don't know that he's going to, though. He's always, we talked about this before the show. He's really, the last couple of years, he's shown he's pretty chill with going into the season with the, yeah. the rotation as, like, mostly <clears throat> good, but with question marks on the back end. Like, he trusts, he's, he's fine with, like, trying to find depth there as opposed to in the lineup or the bullpen. Yeah, that makes sense, though. I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot more options between June and mid-June and the, uh, the end of August when the trade deadline is than there are now. Yeah. Like, people are going to be sellers. People are going to be desperate for something or whatever. Right. The only thing that's interesting about that is now they're... Or I don't know if it's in place yet or if that's next year, too, but mm. the rule about how many times a person can go up or down mm. uh, from, from the minors to the majors. I think it's five, capped at five now. Yeah. So that might hurt his sort of fantasy baseball-esque back end mm-hmm. of the... Uh, rotation strategy of like, yeah, I'll just pluck this guy for the day. Um, but I don't remember if that's in place this year or not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it was a big sticking point of the Players Association, though, because they're tired of guys getting fucked on that. But uh, you know one place you won't get fucked? Well, technically not true. Well, if you fuck yourself. Mm, this is a sports show. I thought you were going to say ghost bed. I get fucked in the ghost bed all the time. No, but, no, yeah. no, no. My bookie. Mm. I guess you could fuck yourself if you make a terrible pick. But, well, they, but don't, don't do that. No, you're going to have a good time there, probably at mybookie.com. Because if you love sports and love making money, then mybookie.com is the place for you. Not only does betting with mybookie make every game more exciting, but when you sign up using the promo code DRINKINBROS, uh, your first deposit is instantly doubled up to $1,000. With thousands of bets to make on all your favorite sports, there is no shortage of ways uh, for you to win at mybookie.com. On top of having amazing lines and props, props, by the way, the best place to win money, uh, mybookie is also home to a ton of exclusive contests and promotions uh, that you cannot find anywhere else. Get off the couch and get in the game with mybookie.com. Turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Nobody wants to drive Uber. Uh, head to mybookie.com and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS. And again, they will double your first deposit instantly up to $1,000. And then you start winning. You just go start winning today. But anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. That's at mybookie.com. Um, next up, an interesting signing. 
because this team fascinated me last year in terms of like they were pretty ho-hum and then they got in the playoffs and got fucking electric all of a sudden yeah uh trevor story to the red sox where do you think that puts them in the uh the al east pecking order second with the blue jays ahead of them or the rays ahead of them uh third <laughs> Pro- <laughs> i mean look the the rays on paper right now i wouldn't even care about but that's not really how reality works right so. Yeah, they're probably, on paper, they're the second-best team. They still have a lot of questions in their uh, um, <clears throat> starting rotation, like big questions, like who's going to pitch <laughs> is a big question. Yeah, um, Michael Waka is their five right now on the depth chart. Was, uh, that's not ideal. Tanner Hawk is their four. Hawk is uh, an actual, like, he's good. And we'll he's see. A, he's a good prospect. And so this is, I think they're kind of banking on this being a year for him sale should still be like it depends on how he comes back but Mm. i mean like he he's only 32 Mm. right like he should still be effective and he in 2021 uh 316 era i think he only started like nine games five and one whip wasn't great but i assume they expect sale to return to some form eovaldi and pavetta are perfectly serviceable guys in the middle of your rotation uh, they're three, four guys. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe they're counting on Hook, Hawk being their number two guy after sale. I yeah. mean, I, you got to hope for the best sometimes. But their lineup is uh, unquestionably good. Yeah. J.D. Martinez at DH. Uh, I don't, uh, I need to look into Dahlback. I don't remember his story. But, I mean, like, Trevor Story, Devers, Bogarts, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. And, you know, who knows how he'll be in the regular season because he's kind of, this is, but he's a big playoff guy, Kike Hernandez. Yeah. Fucking well, great. Uh, yeah, K- Hernandez fucking four. Well, he, was, he had a five war last year, plays good defense, center field. It's an important position. Um, <clears throat> Bogarts, Devers, and uh, fucking Tr- Trevor Story all in the same infield, banging off the green monster, three fucking uh, – uh, it's – look, that you're probably going to get – 30 to 35 home runs out of each one of those guys. Yeah. Honestly. And we'll see what Dahlback does, but he's a fucking 25 home run guy too. That's at least offensively. That's a pretty fucking legit situation. Now, <clears throat> I don't know how much second base Trevor stories played. Right. You know, he, he he's, he's a pretty good shortstop. So I doubt it's going to be a, a huge change for him, but it is going to be a change. So we'll see how that works. Uh, I mean, you know, Turner didn't seem to have a Trey Turner didn't seem to have a problem with it in la last year no uh I, you got to think it's it's more just as long as you don't get like turned around it's, it's throwing across your body is right. the problem right i mean and that's that's what a lot of dudes that have tried to transition from short to second have have had to deal with but i assume he's a professional he'll figure it out yeah i i love this i love the story edition and, and i i feel like a lot of people kind of thought or felt maybe like they're like the red sox were a little bit quiet i mean that's all they did really right they added trevor story like it wasn't mm a big off season for them as opposed to the blue Jays. Um, but they already like, how much more did they need to add? Yeah. I don't know. I uh, mean, I mean, maybe the, well, bo- I mean, replacing Jackie Bradley would have been nice. That dude is terrible. Like, yeah. He's a great, def- he's probably the best defensive outfielder in the league. Uh, if you include arm strength, um, and decision-making and shit like that. He's not the fastest anymore. He's, he doesn't have the best arm anymore, but just if you combine all of it, but he had a 497 OPS. That is unacceptable for a Major League Baseball player. Not ideal. 
not fucking great. That, I mean, they're they're like you cannot be in a in a in a major league baseball starting lineup with a four ninety seven OPS. No, you can't be in a fucking minor league lineup with that. Verdu, their outfield's a little weak. Verdugo's not that great either. Um, so it's really, I mean, Kike Hernandez is probably their best hitter in the outfield, which is again not ideal. The defense is good though, so that's. They got that going for him, at least. And then Martinez should probably <laughs> hit another fucking million home mm. runs. I think you're going to see a breakout year from Verdugo. Yeah. With all these righties in the lineup now, and it's going to go right, left, right, left, up at the top. I think he's going to have uh, a big year for them. Do you think he they make the he, playoffs? Uh, I don't know. It's tough in the West. I mean, it's not just um, – or not the West, but the AL. It's not just uh, – <clears throat> I could see the Red Sox, Rays, or Blue Jays winning that division, and probably at least one of those teams is a wild card team, if not two. Yeah. Uh, but then I look in the AL West, the Astros are still good, and the Rangers have improved quite a bit. I don't think the Rangers the, are quite there yet, though. The Mariners have uh, added. Mariners added a little bit. They lost some pitching, but they've got they added a bit as well. Um, Astros, despite losing Correa, are still a very, very fucking strong team. Yep. And really fucking good. They're getting and fucking they're, Verlander they're getting, back. So what do you say? They're getting Verlander back, right? Uh, and and there's a lot going on there. So I mean, if I had to pick right now, before everything the dust settles on everything, I would say <clears throat> that the uh, the Blue Jays probably win that division, or the Rays, and and the other team is second place, and the Red Sox are third, and and all and the Second, third place team from the AL East are wild card teams. Uh, White Sox probably win the Central, and the Astros probably win the West. And yeah, that's it. Man, it's. Uh, I guess we talked about the Angels a little bit with Otani, but if there was ever a year for the Angels to actually get off their dicks mm. and do something, like the Astros are <coughs> easily still the best team in the West, but like they're weaker than they have been in the last four years well the expanded playoffs start this year right so there'll be four wild card teams mm-hmm. i guess well sort of yeah like but, there'll, there'll be there'll be three teams in the playoffs that aren't division winners yes so that's a better way to say that but you don't have to be from like it's not each division gets a yeah, second. yeah yeah right right yeah. so that'll be an interesting almost like a i feel like the al east is going to be a slugfest and the mm-hmm. al west is going to be like a slap fight yeah i mean a lot of it uh, is when you're in a division like that, like the NL East last year, everybody's beats up on each other. But as long as there's one really, really shitty team, then it kind of offsets a little bit. And the Orioles are the worst team in baseball They're history. So fucking bad. Um, so the, t- the the teams at the top end of payroll are like 270 million this year. Yeah. And the Pirates, the Orioles, and who else was it? Fuck, I don't remember. Pirates, Orioles, maybe the Marlins. That wouldn't surprise are me. Are all thirty million around, right around thirty. Right. Which is how much Correa is making. Thirty, yes. Those teams uh, should be the the owners should be forced to sell them. Yeah. Uh, like if you're not going to put money into it, then fuck off. And if the city can't make you that kind of money that you want, then you got to move the team. Yeah. Like you can, there's it's unacceptable. 
it's completely dumb. unacceptable. Yeah, it's fucking dog shit. I don't. Even or remember. just get rid of those teams. I don't give a shit about that. Contract them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, remember <laughs> back in the day they were talking about contracting the Twins and the Expos. Mm-hmm. That was in like, and they should have because oh. neither the Twins nor the well, I guess the, the Expos did. Yeah, because the, the Nationals won one, but they could have done that by starting a new team. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I I feel so bad for Pirates fans. Like, I don't know who, like, what the fuck is even the point of owning that team if you're a, if you're the owner of the who is the fucking Pirates owner even? I, is it uh, John Kerry, <laughs> Teresa Hines, uh, Robert Nutting? He needs to nut the fuck up. Yeah, needs to nut some fucking dollar bills <laughs> onto that uh, onto that fucking team. Um, yeah, that's fucking pathetic. Uh, I agree with you. I think the Red Sox are third in the pecking order in the AL East, and I don't think the I think the Yankees missed the playoffs. Ah, uh, yeah. There's no way they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, because the Twins probably will make the playoffs. Honestly, with the with expanded playoffs, they'll probably they they've got a good enough team. Uh, the the AL <laughs> is really top heavy. Mm. There's like three, four teams that you're like, fuck, those are good ass teams. Yeah, and then. <laughs> maybe one I, I like they're the t- I, honestly the ma- the two best teams might be the rays and the fucking uh uh blue jays mm. and then the white Sox and astros a tier below that and the mm. red Sox a tier below that and then who the fuck then it's just wide open between shit and mediocrity yeah but uh yeah i do think the red Sox are a tier below the uh both the Rays and the Blue Jays. I'm excited to see how the Blue Jays are going to come together this year. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think they need to get rid of, well, we'll see. But And they're actually pl- back playing in Toronto now. Yeah, Kevin Biggio is, is not. He, he, he's, a, he's a serviceable player. Yeah. Maybe see if you can trade him and just get something for yeah. his name. Toronto is a big market. Like, it's a big TV market. New York with so, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's um, the, I don't know why they didn't keep Semi in there. That was that. Like, I don't get odd. it. Man. Maybe they just didn't like him or some shit. I don't know. I but. mean, adding Chapman's no small thing, mm-hmm. though. No, there will be. We, we will get to see milestone wise in uh, in this season. We're going to see Miguel Cabrera's three thousandth hit. Yeah, which will put him in Cooperstown. Not if he wasn't already there, but I, I assume he is. But he's got five hundred home runs. Yeah, but we'll see that. He's there. Uh, that's that's fun. There's going to be, I mean, but the rest of the AL is pretty boring. Yeah, somebody needs to sign Pujols and just let him get to 700 home runs. What is he, like 13 shy or something? Uh, 21. Mm. Mm. So it might take him two years. I mean, he hit 17 home runs last year yeah. in 109 games. Yeah. He's still, against lefties, uh, Pujols is still above average in WRC+. Plus. Like, he, he's useful against lefties. Uh, except for when Tyler Matzik made him look like a bitch. But, well, he did that to a lot of people. Yeah, Matzik will, Matzik will <laughs> do that. But I really do hope uh, Pujols comes on with somewhere. Uh, I don't think the it sucks. That I don't think the Cardinals want to take him, even though he could probably. He get a lot of people fucking in the in the stands there. Yeah, uh, but whatever. Uh, next up, big news for the Phillies. Talking more about the Phillies. Uh, Philadelphia has signed Nick Castellanos. Mm. Uh, who we said, we said last week, plus 3,800, but that was pre-Castellanos. Mm. We, we liked those odds. I kind of want to see what the World Series are, or odds uh, are now. Let me check my bookie. Um, but that lineup is real fucking good now. Uh, I mean, it already was, but that, the Phillies lineup is kind of terrifying. <clears throat> uh, 
Uh, it would be if they didn't have, if the anchor of the lineup wasn't Bryce Harper. Like, I'm not terrified at all by him. What wow. do you mean by that? Because, I, I mean, he puts up the numbers. Uh, I, I mean that last year when, hold on, I've actually got all these stats written down. Just one second. Here we go. So, uh, he won the MVP. Bryce Harper did last year. MVP. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I, I was incredibly insulted by that. Uh, because while the Phillies were still in the hunt, in contention, Harper went 6 for 31. That's a 194 batting average against the worst teams in baseball, including Baltimore. Right. Right? Other than the Arizona uh, Diamondbacks. And he only had one home run and two RBI over the course of like three weeks. Uh, Austin Riley, on the other hand, in the same time playing better, playing against better teams, uh, who, by the way, during the regular season, except for on-base percentage, had the same rate stats, uh, the same amount of home runs, and more RBI, uh, played in uh, played a lead defense, went 18 for 45, 400 in the same time span. Uh, uh, I think it was a nine-game stretch. Yeah. Uh, four home runs, 13 RBI, right? And they won the division. And he also had a higher wins above replacement for the year than uh, Bryce Harper did. So when the game's on the line, Harper fucking shrinks away. He's got, some, he's got game-winning home runs and shit like that. But what the fuck, man? This guy, every time down the stretch, just fucking completely collapses. Not afraid of him at all. Especially not with all the lefties we have on our team. Like, uh, yeah, I agree. So the Phillies have dropped to plus 3,000 from plus 3,800. <laughs> so... I think they've got a better shot than that. I do too. That, that's still good money. We still, like we said last week, we like their uh... Bryce Harper in the playoffs. By the way, two eighteen career average. <laughs> uh, well, he didn't play that much because the He's got seventy six at bats. Na- but the Nationals never made it out of the divisional series with him. Yeah, yeah. He's only played five games, four games, five games, and five games. Yeah, uh, in four seasons, and that was uh, the last time that he was in the playoffs. 2017. Yeah. So I don't want to hear about Bryce Harper and how scary he is. <laughs> I do like their lineup, though, man. Like Schwarber at DH, fucking Castellanos now. Schwarber had an, I, I think, uh, could be good. His swing is compact and shit, but he had kind of like an outlier season. Yeah. Just now uh, 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 for, um, <clears throat> for everything except for hitting home runs. He always hits home runs, but hitting 290 or whatever. Like he did down the stretch with Boston, that shit ain't happening again. Yeah. He's a two sixty hitter probably, which is fine. I mean, that's still serviceable, right? And he's gonna hit high slug. Yeah, high slug. Yeah, he's he's a, his OPS and he walks too. His OPS is over nine hundred. Yeah, so he's probably gonna get. I would say, uh, it's it's a that's a decent place to hit home runs. It's not like fucking Great American Ballpark or anything where a bunt goes out. But he'll probably hit like thirty five or forty home runs this year. And and, uh, and Bryce Harper will probably also hit thirty five or forty. Well, yeah, they're both lefties too, mm-hmm. so they're hitting at the shorter part of the mm-hmm. ballpark, I believe, right, Dan? Isn't it? Isn't it better for lefties? The left center fucking uh, gap is is like three sixty eight or some shit like that. I think. What what is wrong? What's going on over there? We're Just, doing a show. Quit fucking around. Oh no, Joel found my AirPods. I've been looking for for like a month. <laughs> he Huge. just he just had them in his house. He's been <laughs> he's been using them. <laughs> Piece He's, of shit. Still want to use it. It's just it's just a flex to so say you have more than one pair of uh, Airpo- AirPods. AirPods. I, I <laughs> where do you think the addition of Castellanos puts the Phillies in the NLE's pecking order? 
Um, I think that makes them second behind the Braves. Yeah. I, I, the Mets are the Mets, dude. It's like fucking... The Mets look like the fucking Lakers to me. You know what I mean? They're making yeah. the mistake that the Yankees made in the, all the years they didn't win championships, which is like, oh, we're going to get Fulgren and give Mark Deshera $28 million. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's not a great idea. Uh, yeah, I don't trust the Mets at all. But yeah, I, I think second in the National League East, uh, probably fourth in the National League altogether. I don't believe in the Giants this year. Obviously, the Braves and Dodgers are up at the top, and the Brewers are fucking really good, too. Yeah. But I think the Phillies are right there. Yeah. Like, any, anything goes wrong for any of these teams, or the Phillies get hot, they could fucking, they can, they could easily beat any of these teams. This is a team, that's why the plus 3,000 makes no sense to me. They can easily make the playoffs yeah. in this new format. And once, I don't care if, they, I don't care if it's expanded. Like, <coughs> I said this last year before the Braves made the moves. I was like, dude, fuck it. Like, it's a lottery ticket. Mm. Like, just buy your lottery ticket. You don't necessarily have to pay a lot for it, right? Don't go bananas if you don't want to do that. But like, if you if the lottery ticket's there, yeah, fucking take. I it. mean, they need they need pieces still in the rotation. But I mean, we just so so the Braves. I mean, dude, I, Wheeler, Nola, and Eflin. That's solid. That's a solid yeah. top three. Um, this this Suarez kid, they think is going to be like he's pitched mostly out of the bullpen, but yeah. I think they think he's going to be a fucking good starter too. And uh, you know, they've got a decent bullpen provided nobody gets hurt and shit I, it's a good team it's a, the only thing that's a weakness for them is apparently the defense is pretty shitty like dd gregorius as your shortstop is not ideal at this point no in time. And, and nick castellanos is not good i don't i don't know if he's minus defensive war, war but he's not good yeah no and uh to be honest bryce harper's not that great no, either that neither of them are good uh abdubal herrera i don't think is i think he's okay in center field but i don't really Remember off the top of my head, uh, his defensive wins above replacement was point two. Okay, so like you, a, if you're when you're looking at a really good or elite defender, you're looking somewhere like one two to like two. Yeah, like in that range, that's a really good fucking defensive yeah. outfielder at least. So he's breaking even. Hmm. Yeah, I mean he is literally breaking even. Yeah, which is fine. But Schwarber and <coughs> or I'm sorry, Harper and Castellanos, not great. They have our old friend uh, Johan Camargo as a bench bat. He's a good bench bat. I just don't know how much and that's going to fucking matter this year. You know, he, he is good defensively. So you're, you're probably going to see Camargo in games late a lot for mm. Gregorius or Alec Bohm uh, at third base. Uh, Damn, Michael A. Taylor for the fucking Royals last year had a 2.3 defensive wins above replacement. That's a lot for a fucking outfielder. Yeah. Taylor's a great defender. Yeah. Like, you don't, you're not going to see anybody else up at, near the top of the list that's a fucking outfielder or an inf, not, not an infielder. Yeah. Kevin Kiermeyer's up there, too. He's at 1 6. So that shows you Kevin right. Kiermeyer's really good at playing center field. <laughs> yeah. I, I like this Phillies team. I think they're going to be a fun team. I, I think Dan Ali's, hopefully, it's not the same kind of duel it was last year where everybody's fighting over like 88 wins. Mm. Austin uh, Riley, by the way, 1.5. Tied for 16th in the league. There you fucking go, man. Yeah. Riley's going to suffer from the same thing a lot of bigger dudes suffer from, where he doesn't look as agile mm-hmm. as people think. He's only 24, though, so he's still got a young man's body. Yeah. So he'll, yeah. They're going to have to keep him slim. Yeah. They're gonna, he's going to need to eat a lot of, like, salmon and chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I like the Phillies. I like the Castellanos edition because honestly, here's the thing with that. 
if if you like one guy is not going to make that much of a difference mm. if your defense like to improve your defense. So if your defense already sucks, just get the fucking bat and score runs. Yeah, for sure. Why the fuck not? And you don't want to be uh, it, it commit to it. You know the the Braves have seasons where like twenty they have like twenty three defensive runs saved by just the infield. I think last year or something yeah. like that. And that's that's a lot of that's a lot of runs saved by time. by a group of people and. It does matter, but you still got to score one to win, man. And mm-hmm. if you can't put fucking runs on the board, then you're going to fucking lose. Now, Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer won two with the Mets. That's, that's something. It's not nothing. No, it's fucking filthy. And uh, their third starter is really good, too. Uh, they got Bassett from the mm-hmm. A's. So, I mean, that's a dirty one, two, three. The problem is... I don't trust their fucking defense. Their bullpen is terrible. And, and their lineup sucks, too. Yeah. I don't trust that lineup. I like, I like Pete Alonzo and shit. Uh, I, but I, I, as a Braves fan, uh, I see Jeff McNeil come up. I'm like, man, fuck this guy. Because yeah. he always gets big hits off us, but he's like a 230 hitter in his career. So he's like not that. that great. And I really fucking... Nimmo's kind of the same way for me, yeah. by the way. <clears throat> I, I really... I, Marte uh, is not going to be enough to like because he doesn't he doesn't he's more he more gets driven in than drives and runs i don't trust francisco lindor he's never been a high wrc plus guy always he's always gotten (coughs) a lot of his wins above replacement from defense yeah uh that lineup dude this is gonna be fuck i feel so bad for mets fans this is gonna be another fucking mets team where jacob Degrom has like an era under two and nine wins at the end of the year like he yeah yeah it's not good for them i mean he last season 1.08 era 0.55 whip um i he's had let's see one two three four consecutive seasons with a whip under one for a starter that's like i've never heard of anything like that before. that's obscene for a for a closer yeah it's absurd for a start it's fucking supernatural for a starter one, one somewhere between 1.05 1.05 to 1.2 is pretty good. That's like the top echelon of starting pitchers in Major League Baseball, right. and he's you can, double better than that. Yeah, yeah. You can deal with uh, basically you want it under one three, mm-hmm. right? In the one two, the one twos to me is like the ERAs and the threes. Like if you're a ground ball pitcher and you get a lot, you can force double plays. Like if it was Greg Maddox and it was one three, I wouldn't be worried about that at all. He's probably still a 3.2, 3.5 ERA guy, but somebody that's a fly ball pitcher, you start get, letting people on base, you're yeah. giving up big taters. That's when it gets sketchy. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, yeah, man, the Mets, it's just so incomplete. Like It feels like the Knicks. Like they make a lot of moves. It's like, look at all the stuff we're doing. And you're like, you guys still suck, yeah. man. I, I uh, honestly, like... They're, but you can't fault them for bringing on Scherzer. That was a good move. And at yeah. the time, getting Lindor was a good move as well. Yeah. Like, he just, he can't, he doesn't have the balls to play in New York, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I mean, his WRC Plus was never, like, super-duper high mm. with, with uh, Cleveland. Uh, put up good, like, numbers that look, like, more traditional numbers. But, like, it really, like, wasn't, like, an on-base or anything like that. Uh, but I, I do like their rotation. DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett, mm. Walker, and even Carlos Carrasco. That's a good one through five. But that, great. What happens when it's the sixth inning? When it's the seventh inning? Yeah, they don't. There's not much on the back end of that, and yeah. I don't. I don't really trust. Uh, I, I Taiwan Walker is not good. He had a good year last year. He had four forty seven ERA. 
Seven, seven and eleven, four forty-seven ERA. His career ERA is three nine seven. So, and he suffers mightily towards the end of seasons. He got a little unlucky because you see that WHIP was one point one eight. So he, he had a little. He was on my uh, and his average against was one oh six. He he was not getting lucky. He, essentially, he he listen. April two eighty one ERA one and one. May one sixty one ERA three and zero, oh, and then it's fucking disastrous. <laughs> After that, and it happens to him every single year. He gets off to a good start and then fucking tanks. So he should not be a fucking starter. He shouldn't be. You can't be in a rotation if you can't make it through the fucking season. Yeah, I'd be he's more. A, he's, about, a, he's a long reliever spot starter. I'd be more worried about Carrasco in the fifth. I mean, that's <coughs> you're kind of hoping for a repeat of past <clears throat> performance, right? Because he had some great years. Yeah, uh, in Cleveland, but you know, we'll fucking see. Bassett also had all of his success in a fucking gigantic stadium that is yeah. really bad for hitters yeah and that is not what the fucking mets have city field's not it's pretty neutral yeah it's it's relatively neutral but yeah you're right he is <clears> downgrading <throat> that into, and any and, and the defense gets worse he doesn't walk a lot of people though so it's good yeah but the defense gets considerably worse the the a's don't put up with bad defense no you uh la- when you suck like that you have to no no uh last but not least we talked about him earlier luke voigt to the Padres, sounds nice. To me, there's no heart and soul of the Padres, right? They don't have like a clubhouse leader. No. They have a lot of people who are exciting to watch. Uh, I like Musgrove, Darvish, and Snell. Uh, Darvish is hit or miss during the season. Yeah. But I, I still like those guys. Clevenger is trying to fucking get his shit together. Uh, uh had a fucking good run in the games he actually got the pitch for San Diego last year after he came over uh, from the Cleveland Indians. That's <laughs> their fucking name. But uh, with your best player out for half the season, <clears throat> and you can't have that much flexibility, right? Considering how much money they're paying him and Manny Machado? No. Yeah. And then you bring over another right-handed bat, Luke Voigt. Now, I know he was available, but you've got Voigt and Myers and Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr. when he comes back. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, the, the bulk of your good, like, actually all of your good hitters because Eric Hosmer is no longer a good hitter. He's a good defender who's a good situational hitter. Yeah. But he's like Mark Grace towards the end of his career. He, yeah, Hosmer stinks. <clears throat> I can't believe how much money they gave him back yeah. in the day. So the the really the only legit hitters you have on your team uh, are right-handed hitters now. Kind of pigeonholed yourself. Now, maybe, maybe they make a move in this, later in the season. They did last year for sure. Made yeah. plenty of moves. So I don't know. But I, that to me, <clears throat> we'll see what Luke Voigt can do. He's talked all this shit. Um. <clears throat> Man, it is the, both of these leagues. By the way, the AL and the NL. We're not, we won't get fully into it because we're doing. We'll do a preview show. But like after the first like five teams, six teams, mm. it falls off a fucking cliff. Yeah, it's really bad. And how many teams get in? Six. Eight from each league. Eight from each league. Yep. No, no, that's sixteen. It's twelve team playoffs. So six. From oh each yeah, league. six from each. Sorry. I, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, goddamn. Like I mean. And, and really, it's Braves, Phillies, Brewers, Dodgers. Those are the teams I have a lot of confidence in. And then you've got the Cardinals, 
I mean, the, the Giants. Mets. The Giants are going to be pretty good. You think so? Yeah, but there. I think the Giants and the Phillies are a step below the Braves and Dodgers, and I think the Mets and uh, Cardinals are probably the next step below that. Maybe the Padres if they get everybody on the get field their shit healthy together. Yeah, it's just like there's there's like three teams in the league in the National League that I think are like fully tightly put together and have a fucking plan, <clears throat> and then yeah. the other ones are just kind of. A little messy. I'd put the Phillies in that too, actually. Four teams put together, they know who they are. Mm. And then the rest of the league is just sketch as fuck. Kind of we'll see. Yeah, it's pretty much, that's pretty much what's going on. But maybe, maybe Voight does something. I don't know. San Diego is not exactly the best place in the world to hit home runs either, it's is it? It's not. And I, that's another fantasy player who I would fucking avoid. Yeah, because I'm, like, I'm not... When, if it's Manny Machado or... Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. hitting the ball into the gaps and off the wall. That's good news because those are probably doubles and triples. With Luke Voigt, he may have a heart attack. <laughs> like, I know we just started hearing about him a couple years ago, but he's 32 already. Yeah. And he's fat. Yeah. So it's like, what's he going to do? Lead the league in fucking uh, wall banger singles? Right. Plus, I mean, he might talk some shit and Machado <laughs> might stab him. So. There's a good chance that he and Machado end up in a fight if things don't go well on the field. Like, there's a yeah. really good chance of that because yeah. Manny Machado is the dirtiest piece of shit in the entire fucking league. Yeah, and apparently Voight's a fucking Yeah, asshole. Voight's a cunt as well, apparently, so. That'll that's, be fun. Yeah, that's, that's, but you can see the replay. I don't need to see that live. Yeah. Man, that's gonna, that clubhouse is actually going to be a fucking nightmare. You got Tatis, whose main hobby is getting in motorcycle accidents. Doing TikTok dances and shit. <laughs> like, he's, he's sitting in the mirror, like, working on the, his bat. Oh, yeah, that's the perfect angle for the bat flip. Which is fine. I think he's super fun to watch. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's what I meant when I said the team has no heart and soul. There's no, like, fucking... No leader. Who, who's on this team? Eric Hosmer, I guess. He's got a championship. It's him, basically. He's going to have to be like, hey, guys, and I guarantee you, like, half of them will probably be like, fuck you, you're Shut up, you old white bitch. Yeah, like, shut Like, Will Myers has never done anything. Has he even made the playoffs? Oh, yeah, they, with he Tampa. with uh, Tampa. Yeah. Well, he did with, in 2020 with San Diego during the shortened season. Mm, he's all right. He had two home runs. Series. Yeah. Six game series. All right. Was, um, they played, so they won their first series. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they did. They beat the Cardinals. I forgot about that. <coughs> San Diego. Man. Yeah. That, and a first year manager, by the way, too. Who's their manager? I don't remember who they hired, but he's walking into that fucking clubhouse. Because they fired the last dude. Uh, Bob Melvin. Okay, so mm. they... Bob Mellon's been around the block. Yeah. All right. So he, they, that, that makes sense, at least. That's good for them. Because if, you, if you're bringing some new guy in or some kind of dummy in, fuck, that's a nightmare. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got for today. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Woo!